by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Hello. Sup, babies? What's oh, going goodness. on? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We're talking about she males. I mean, he man. <laughs> I mean. Both. Oh wow! Okay. Um. <laughs> But first, who are we and what are we doing? Oh, actually, even before that, for the people who don't know who we are, the people who are watching this just because of the topic covered, in the description will be the timestamp that skips to our Masters of the Universe Revelations review. I'm a known Kevin Smith fan, so a lot of people have been asking me to talk about this. It'll be right there in the timestamp. So if you don't care about our review of the original He-Man, if you don't want to hear us be stupid, if you don't want to know anything about us, you can skip right there. Thank you, Hadris. What's up? (laughs) Well, for the rest of us, I'm Franny. I'm Cody. And I'm Logan. And we are a pilot podcast. We come to you bi-weekly and review pilots of TV shows. And Tell then you if they're worth it. Less popular pilot podcasts change their thumb their thumbnails to look like ours. Yeah, I saw that. It's the pilot podcast. Wait, what? Like pilot uh, the podcast. pilot podcast. You know the one that we've been smoking for weeks because they're total trash and don't get as many watches as it us? Uh, they changed their logo to have the same like yellow that ours does. And they started, they used to have really short episodes and now they're doing longer episodes. Wow. The fuck. And it's so obvious. They're like, Oh, people when, cause the thing is they have more Apple reviews than we do. Thanks for that. Everybody, you guys need to get on that. Um, but they have more Apple reviews than we do. So when you look up a pilot podcast, when you're trying to hear our beautiful voices, theirs is the first one that pops up and it's the same fucking yellow now, all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, okay, we know what you're doing. I had no idea that they, I had no idea they existed, so I don't know. Yeah, I know. The thing is, this show is plagued with IP, like, ownerships. Like, Mm -hmm. let's, but let's be real. The pilot podcast and a pilot podcast are distinctly different. Yes. Like, what we're saying is a play on the whole fact that everybody does this style podcast. We're just another one. We're a pilot podcast. Yeah. It's the, the pilot podcast is so, like, affirmative and like this is the fucking one and let me tell you something it's not ours is it's it's a douchier name mm-hmm. we should i can't be, wait for t-spell to follow this and we should make be a like video about it doctor pilot <laughs> podcast you know like we should have like a doctorate over how better of a pilot podcast we are than that one right no like honestly like maybe it was an accident and if that's true then like obviously all my hate is just jokes i'm just trying to Hey, but I have a lot of people have told me that they thought it was me. It's like, that's how I figured out that it's a thing. So if that's true and they did it on purpose, you guys suck. And if you didn't like, you know, kind of had a first, you know, you may have had the name first and we're not coming for your name. Like we never call ourselves the pilot podcast, maybe doctor, but never the. So (laughs) if you could just change it, the picture, that'd be great. (laughs) If it was on accident. Just the color. Yeah. Or or even address us and be like, if you're looking for that one, go there. Yeah. You know? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Our first internet beef. So He-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but we didn't even say what we do, even though we kind of did. So uh, so we basically review pilots of TV shows. Yeah. And then we, we talk about that one pilot with spoilers, but we don't give away the rest of the show. That way for people out there who are thinking, I don't know if I want to start this, but I don't want to listen to a review that might spoil it for me. We just spoil the first episode, give your honest opinion. And then after that, you can click off, go watch the show. And afterwards, we also talk about the spoilers, but we, we annotate that in the timestamps. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, you can avoid it with us. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> Which one are we starting with? I feel like we should start with the old He-Man. We have to start with the old He-Man yeah. because the, yeah. the oh, other yeah. one's so much more of the conversation. So yeah. let's get this. Uh, so obviously He-Man um, and the Masters of the Universe came out with like 1980, something, 82, 83. And uh, as far as people can tell, because people actually argue about what's actually the pilot, the most commonly considered acceptable answer for the pilot is the Cosmic Comet, which is the one we watched. Okay. Um, but I understand that people out there would argue that it's actually this other episode or whatever. I get that. I'm sorry if that's, the, if that's what you think, but nobody can prove it to me. So I went with the most, uh, most reliable answer of a pilot to try to stick within the grounds of the show. Um, and it was actually designed really like any other show in the eighties to sell toys. Like it, it's, it, the show was never meant to have such a big following. It was basically like, we're going to make toys of Skeletor and Eternia and He-Man and we're going to sell them and that's what's going to make the money, not like this barely coherent action show from the 80s. This is a very gay action show from the <laughs> 80s. Well, it's what a lot of, especially even now, toy companies do. If they want to sell shit, they make a TV show for it. It's easy as possible. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it. it the difference is though is that if you have a bad cartoon show now, people will actually bury it and it won't go anywhere because people are actually working on their content because, you know, there's critics out there and reviews and trust me, that's a big part about what this podcast is going to be. But that's the reason why this show, in my opinion, is so like nothing and like they didn't care about how congruent the plot line was because nobody cared about what the shows were about. Kids would sit in front of him and be like, He-Man, big, strong, has big sword, Skeletor, yeah. super cool and evil. So they, they never really had to be congruent plots. And I think that this episode suffers from that. I don't think that this episode's plot makes any fucking sense. Um, when you really it like doesn't. look at it after the fact, like it's just enough for you to follow along that things are happening to He-Man and his friends, but it never really like explains to you why half the shit happens. It reminds me of fantastic planet a little bit. Yeah, like, it definitely has, like, the same, like, feels like it's happening nowhere. Yeah, vibe. it feels like nothing, like or, like, that you can't trust the narration, even. Yeah. Like, it's so strange, the things that happen with these characters. Skeletor calls his girlfriend a boob. Do you want me... <laughs> That's true. That's one of my notes. That's, That's one, one of my notes, too. Too. And I just thought, fuck, I just gave one of Franny's notes. you want me to read the very now brief thinking, Wikipedia fuck, page? I gave away yeah, both your notes. Definitely, definitely read the Wikipedia. Let's not get too ahead of oh, ourselves. Oh, good point. Sorry. I'm so, this is, I know that this is going to be a good one, so go ahead. So He-Man and the Masters of the Universe is an American animated television series produced by Filmation based on Mattel's toy line, Masters of the Universe. The show, often referred to simply as He-Man, was one of the most popular animated shows of the 1980s. It ran for two seasons, 130 episodes. The composers of the soundtrack was actually Shuki Levi, who's behind like VR Troopers and Digimon and Haim Saban, who's like the mastermind of Power Rangers. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of like prominent names attached the to The music in this show fucking is awesome. Like, everything about it is so 80s. So good. And so good. I fucking love... Like, the, the intro for He-Man is the most iconic part. Like, where he's, you know, he does his little... The same action every time where he holds his sword to the side and goes, I'm gonna do some shit for Eternia, and he yells at the sky and lightning strikes him and shit. It's the same way every time, <laughs> and it's fucking awesome it's and ridiculous. iconic. And, like, you know, like, the weird thing is, like, they clearly want to use the alter ego like like there's definitely superman um 
kind of origins within the show. You can tell that the big part about He-Man that kids found fascinating was the alter ego part where he was both Prince Adam, uh, like a noble prince that like basically these people worked for because he's like Richie McGee's ex. You know, he's like the prince of like Eternia. Like everybody wants to take care of him and everything. And then he turns into He-Man, the one who takes care of everybody else. Like he has that flip dime. And I think for kids, a lot of it is like kids feel like they have no power, you know? Yeah. And like that, like they're insignificant and like are always like, you know, basically babied. And like they wish that they could just fucking grab a little sword and be like, by the power of Grayskull and like be the big boss. And have boss. those weird ripped up shorts that are oh, only so in his gay. normal outfit. Yeah. So for the fucking transition outfit. Yeah. The transition outfit is like literally a part of his transformation. Like it's built into the magic of the sword. So the sword so is gay. Like the I, sword's yeah. gay. But that's not the point. This isn't Dave the Barbarian. We're not going to talk about the sexuality <laughs> of a sword. I mean, my first note is gay. And <laughs> 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 like, and can we? Can we talk about how unmorphed Prince Adam looks like Jane Fonda in a pantsuit? Like he's wearing like pink and like purple, and I'm just like, wow, this would this was definitely made in the '80s. He looks like Gray Skull Violet Beauregard, but like on steroids. It's weird. Like Anna Sophia Robb was robbed. I, I just I I just don't understand like why. Like, the other thing is, too, is, like, they make him just as muscular as He-Man. They really just want to put, like, a big muscular man in, like, this <laughs> really, like, very, like, feminine outfit. Like, that was, like, a kink for them. Like, putting his big bulging muscles in this tiny little pink leotard. Didn't Doesn't he, like... So, when I was, like, looking up stuff about the other one that we're going to talk about... We can't talk about I it. I know, but I didn't notice that He-Man doesn't have nipples in the original thing. You know, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> you know, um, they gave him nipples, nipples in the new one, though. Well, the thing is, is like he no, would no, have, no, 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 no. There would be scenes where he had drawn circles, though. I really? mean, it wasn't like there was no nipples, but I think that also goes into like the weird conservativeness of the '80s, mixed with the fact that like, is it going to cost more to put nipples on our <laughs> He-Man toy? <laughs> well, I made a note of that because I actually watched the revelations first and i was watching this and i was like why are the 80s so anti-nipple like that was one <laughs> of my comments yeah <laughs> they're so weird about it but i agree he needed nipples i'm just saying <laughs> i don't think he needed nipples it's weird that um i think he did don't you think it's funny that the only difference between prince adam and he-Man is like his clothes in a tan. Yeah. <laughs> like in the new one, they make like, it more I, drastic. Yeah, but like this, like the, he puts on bronzer in a, in a weird, like native American dress. And then all of a sudden, like, how are they not? Able everybody's to tell cool that? with it. Like, I don't understand how they think he's a different person. Like that's as bad as the Clark Kent glasses thing. Like I would be like, dude, that haircut's wild. There's no way there's two guys who live here have that. <laughs> and and the thing is, this man in arms also has the same haircut. So you're trying to tell me there's three motherfuckers here that have this haircut? There's no fucking way. You're lying to me. You know, but it doesn't matter. Um, I liked the Ed Wynn voiced wizard. Uh, who was just basically like, don't you know? And like basically coming every five minutes. <laughs> it was so oddly sexual. Like the episode was weird. At one point they all gathered around him and like gave him like a golden shower. Basically. It was weird. Wasn't it weird? Like well, how sexual of, it was. It was really weird. It, yeah. The one comments of my comments were was, fucking. 
The comets were fucking. Is that what yeah, you Yeah, there were said? two comets the fucking. Comet. The comets, the two com- oh. the cosmic they were like comets. Into each other they were like fucking right. each other across the universe, and somebody was like, "Don't do that. That's gay." And oh, then, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they got. And the end of the story is, uh, the one dude like converted the other comet somehow, and like cheer, like basically, like I don't know. He like did like dirty talk till he got horny enough to fly into the sky and fuck the other comet. Because remember the the reason why the comet wasn't lifting off, he's like, "You're not encouraging me enough." Which is like the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Come the on, plot, man. Come on, get me hard. That's how people are with their parents right now. Like, you're not encouraging me enough. <laughs> just like standing right. there like, I will not do anything. This was just incoherent. <laughs> My review of it or it itself? No, it. Yeah. Have you ha, Had you ever seen like this He-Man before? Yeah, I, I watched, uh, it would come on like, sometimes as well as like the i know people love the one from 2002 and when the new netflix one comes out like there's another he-man oh so like anyway netflix bought like the the streaming and creative rights to he-man so they're like doing everything they're making multiple cartoon shows and they're also making a live action movie with noah centeno or whatever centenio the instagram dude he's going to be the new he-man centeno centeno yeah uh he's going to be the new he-man um so i don't like that but okay but like, yeah. So He Man is coming is. back in a big way. Um, He's the guy into all the boys I loved before. Oh, oh, and you don't like him? Isn't that your all-time favorite movie, Cody? Uh, not my all-time favorite movie, but I definitely watched it like eight hundred times. I don't <laughs> you, know. I you think know that people. You know that people are listening, and you're trying to drag Cody with his favorite movie. Don't think I don't know what that is. <laughs> you're like you. Don't that's forget your that you watch movie. Vampire Diaries to get off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, off. definitely. That's that's all I want. Franny talks about Vampire Diaries so much that I get ads for it on my Facebook page. Oh yeah, definitely. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's amazing. Fucking ridiculous. Like, like join this Facebook group. Who's cuter, Stefan or Damon? And I'm like, I'm going to shoot myself. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. And also, I blew up that Stefan dude on Twitter forever ago. So, like, you know, he's in my he's in my rearview mirror. He's out of my life. I'm moving forward. I don't want to hear about him anymore. Anyway, what are you looking up, Franny? I was just looking up who that person is, and I'm just unable to find him. Anyway. Noah, Noah, send... I thought t- she was looking up who's cuter, Stefan or Damon. <laughs> I already know the answer. Anyways, so we can... Um, but yeah, so uh, I had seen... My point being is that there's a lot of iterations of He-Man out there, and I, I think everybody's seen the original, and I think... I think the original has aged really terribly. So this is the original? This is the first okay. He-Man I, I mean, ever. I've never seen this before. I, I knew vaguely what it's, He-Man it's was. It's like a total internet meme. There's that video of the... Yeah, I've seen like that. Yeah. And like everybody is... Like He-Man's like a popular costume. There's so much fucking fan art of He-Man and Leo... Whatever the dude from the Thundercats is named. Like what is it Leonardo? Leo or something? I don't know. Lion-O, Lion-O, sorry, Lion-O. They're like blasting each other in the ass on we have to do fan art for years. Oh, we will. Netflix redid Thundercats too, I think, oh, wow. or Cartoon Network did, but there's a new Thundercats. Um, Were all cartoons in the 80s just gay? Yeah. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, they were just like every, every kid you know it's we're like going around the times of like the russia stuff and everything and 
every kid wants like a big muscly protection, you know? So like all these characters, like the boys want like the most and muscly men ever. And in retrospect, he man. Yeah. And in retrospect, yeah, it comes off like a little gay, but it's also just like a piece of Americana, like a, a fucking GI Joe toy that you step on at 3am when you're trying to get through your house is pretty Americana. <laughs> Yeah, He-Man feels very Americana, too. Yeah, like, it's... Oh, man, it's just so... No other country would come out with He-Man. You know, it feels like... It feels like they were doing mushrooms. You know what I mean? Like, just the... Absolutely. Just the architecture and the decisions and how magical, but how unexplained it was. How it literally feels like it's happening nowhere at no time. <laughs> man at arms and his fucking tickler, dude. Co Cody, ridiculous. Had, had you seen this before, Cody? Never. I, I've had minimal experiences with it. Like I used to stock the comics at the comic shop I worked and I was like, Oh, I didn't know they made a comic of this too. Weird. And then also, um, for some reason, like the Funko pop market, I'm a huge Funko collector. And like literally he man is like the jizz and cream of like every collector. They're so hard to find for some reason. So I don't know. But this was my first time actually watching the show. Can't say I see the hype. You know, that makes it makes sense that the Funko would be really popular though, because the 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 merch and the toys for He Man have always been like like that was the whole point. So like some of those toys are incredibly collectible now and it's made He Man as a character idealized as a collectible character. Yeah. So it makes sense that people be like, I want everybody ha everybody wants like the creme de la creme, which is the He Man collection, you know? Makes sense. Yeah, and then he, when you make a Funko, it's officially a part of the overall He-Man collection. It's like if they did a Funko of Jaws, which they should do. That'd be cool. Oh my god, I would. They did. Yeah, definitely. There is one. There's one of Bruce. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's like a movie moment where he's eating someone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's something that totally makes sense to collectible. Currently, the my co-host is taking pictures of my dogs. By the way, I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> Sorry, our dog was doing its little thing where he puts his little ears up. <laughs> so we we've, we've kind of like low-key trashed it so far i want to hear what you actually liked about it because something oh, I, I really enjoyed i was, love it like the music i had a lot of fun watching <laughs> that's it that's the thing is i trash it but only i only trash it in the sense that the truths about it are hard to hear for mega fans because <laughs> to be honest with you i i just don't think that there was a lot of cautious, cautious like thought put into its creation I, and i mean that in the nicest way yeah. possible i think it's like a stroke of genius that all these elements came together to make something so massively entertaining and like fun to watch like yeah dude like there's no hate for that but i, I think to act like it was written down as like you know the greatest story ever told like i mean it's barely it's, a story it's, being told you know it's yeah exactly i mean there's a story to it and it's awesome and like it's like a fun action thing for kids but it's the reason why I shit on its origin and the funny things about it is just because they're the truth. And that's kind of what's endearing about it. I like the fact that it's shitty looking. I like the fact that, yeah, that voice acting's kind of bad and, or at least age. And I, you know, I, and I like the insane out of nowhere processes of thought. Like we're going to make it about these comets that, that turn it, that when broken off, turn into pieces of rock and somehow Skeletor turned evil, but it's not really explained. Like, I love that shit. I love it. It's it's super entertaining and like especially in Minecraft, it's great. Oh yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> This was definitely uh made by people that 
we're on another planet. <laughs> it's it's just insane. It's a fun watch. Um, I wouldn't say like I I wouldn't say I could tell you what the plot was. Definitely not. Oh, and the imagery of the characters are iconic. Like oh I, yeah, I want to say that I make fun of Prince Adam and his and his quirkiness, but. I mean, that shit is super identifiable and, like, sticks in your mind. Like, everybody knows what Skeletor looks like. I, I knew what Skeletor... Loki. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was I was just saying, like, yeah, I knew I what the characters say, looked like without knowing the show. Yeah. Loki, I was going to say, they look kind of like reject Scooby-Doo villains, and that was my favorite part about it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I could totally see him robbing a bank and being like, you pesky fucking kids. And then like when he's like running, it goes <laughs> like every time. I mean, this, and that just brought me so much joy. That's I mean, so funny. this bitch's name is evil Lynn. Yeah. Evil Lynn, not Evelyn. Her name is evil Lynn as in I'm Lynn and evil as shit. <laughs> ridiculous. Just ridiculous. It's awesome. I, love I didn't it. even know that Skeletor character was from he man. I just seen like that character that so meme much. of him like yeah. laughing at something yeah. or, or, or scared skeletor when he runs away yeah yeah i mean it's he's awesome the best part of the show he's awesome he's it's crazy he's how awesome. long these memes have lived like these memes have lived in infamy forever yeah like I, it's clearly i i mean it's literally the definition of iconic literally as in, from before the internet you know people are still making shows and iterations and yeah. comic books about this ip and the ip is fucking ridiculous <laughs> you know what i mean that just shows how iconic it really is because there's plenty of i mean like there's a show about a talking dune buggy you know what i mean like as in, in the 80s like there's tons of wacky shit that came out in the 80s it's more than just the fact that it's like goofy and fun 80s shit like they're they're they definitely like made an iconic character and you know yeah. whether it was on purpose or yeah. a stroke of luck like the character is undoubtedly iconic definitely I mean, which, which is really because I think it's like it's from the same brains of the guy who made Man at Arms, and he looks like Green Goblin's dick. And so I'm just kind of like, it's so weird. It's super weird because I feel like I'm sorry, but some of the designs look super basic, like Man at Arms, Tila to an extent. But like then you ha like Skeletor is just a home run. He's just a home run. And when he like, calls her a boob, that made me laugh. People, people want to talk shit. Anyway. People want to talk shit, but Orko has been copied for years. I mean, mm. Orko as a character has been lifted by every other fr franchise. Even Pokemon is co is copied like the look of Orko. I was about some to say DBZ feels like it's DBZ, got like a similar character. Uh, you know, fucking Final Fantasy like has that character with that hat and no face, and it looks exactly like Orko. Like that 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 character may be annoying as fuck, but it was super iconic looking. It was it was strange and a funny looking character. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see the appeal of the show and why it got so big. I think it's so cool that like it is so kind of poorly written back then to where they can do so much with it now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, Cody? It's, so, it's, it, it's so successful that I guess like people understand it's kitschy that like no matter what you make, people are probably going to like it. So if you do come out with something that's really like floor, like groundbreaking, then it's only a home run. But if it's just another like weird, 
like moment in time, I still think the fans are going to be like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's almost to the point where people were making garbage then. And it's like, just make something, make it fast, make it interesting to look at. And they were like, okay, we'll do that. And we'll throw in other shit too. We'll have, uh, this character with a secret identity, like a duality. And we'll have, you know, magic cantrips and artifacts that people can attach to and cool visuals. I mean, Snake Mountain, who the fuck doesn't want to go to Snake Mountain? This shit looks amazing. But at the same time, it's like they only they really did that with such comfort because like no matter what they did, nobody was going to care if it was bad. So like, why not do whatever the fuck you want to do? Do you have a fuck, Mary kill? I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would fuck. Um, I would. F- who would I fuck? I mean, He-Man's <laughs> mom is also kind of hot. You know, like He-Man's mom is kind of hot. But I guess I'll go with Tila because, like, I've always She's liked. She's redhead, right? Yeah, I- I've always liked. Um, I've always liked tough girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I- I've always, mm. I've always been a fan of like a independent ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? And she. Yeah, you know, she's a straight killer. So yeah, definitely, I'd probably bang her. Um, one of my <laughs> one of my favorite parts was when Tila, like after Adam gets attacked, Tila like runs a mile and then runs back and then screams Adam, <laughs> and it was literally like twenty seconds of screen time, so I can see it. Oh my god, dude, so good! That whole thing where like he, it's like why don't she? They just suddenly don't like she. Everybody else knows that Prince Adam and He-Man are the same person except for her. But yeah. then when Adam just disappears and He-Man's there, she never questions where he is again and doesn't care that he's gone. And, and like, it doesn't well, see the goes, resemblance. Where's Prince Adam? <laughs> and I was like, he's inside him. Lol. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally right in front of you. Just look past the spray tan. Look <laughs> past the spray tan. Oh shit! Okay, All right, so you got your fuck down. Oh, so I'd I'd fuck her for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd married Orko because he's fucking magic and he can do cool shit for me. I mean, he's fucking magic. Like he literally, yeah. he's literally magic. Like, and I, I don't. I I mean, I don't. I don't know what kind of appendages he has down there, but it, it definitely is going to be like non-important to the equation because I could be like, just turn into a lady. You're magical. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'd go with that. And then I would kill the fucking cat. I would kill that cat. I've never wanted to hurt an animal, but I would murder that cat. It'd be gone. I would take care of it because it's an annoying little pussy and it pisses me off. I definitely get that. Do you have yours? Brian, what do you think? All right. I have mine. I, w- I don't know. I tell w- me, tell me. I would fuck Skeletor. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. once. I would marry He-Man slash Prince Adam because he's rich and I'd be royalty. And I mean, when he, when he hulks out like that, kind of hot. <laughs> and I like his outfits, you know? I could- By the power of Grayskull, about to drop this dick on you. <laughs> and then, yeah, I agree. Kill the cat. Kill Cringer. He's annoying. Yeah, Cringer's the word. Cringer is cringe. Like, legit. Yeah. Like, they named him correctly, retrospectively, because... He's the most annoying fucking part of the show. He's like, and his he's disguise there. is ridiculous. He's there to just be a conduit for the kids stressed out by the situation. Yeah. Like the kids watching the show, they're like, I feel like cringer right now because I'm, I, I'm fucking freaking out. Like they're like, that's what their character is to calm them down. Like I feel like him. 
But you and our dog. Our dog worst. is such a little cringer. Yeah, he's definitely cringe for sure. <laughs> Runs away from all situations. All right, Cody, it's your, it, it's your time. It's your time to shine. I think mine's the exact same as Franny's. <laughs> I, you, you'd I, fuck I was Skeletor? Like, Skeletor could get it. <laughs> um, and then I'd say I was going to do more Prince Adam than He-Man because he's like wealthy and he like, I could do something with the royalty, like make statements and make the world better. Yeah. And then I'd kill the freaking cat because I'm more of a dog person. Dude, aren't anyway. you worried about <laughs> evil Lynn fucking you up for fucking Skeletor? Like, aren't well, you worried? she was close. To kill, I would she kill her. She was close to being I'd... my F. She'd be close to being my F. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was kind of expecting that. Just evil. Lynn. I don't know what. Uh, the fact that her name's so appropriately correct up front too is refreshing. Yeah. Like I'm getting exact. Like if I could, it's all on the surface level. Like if we it's were, there. like if I was dating a girl and her name was like Bitch Lynn, I'd be like, you know, at <laughs> least I know. At least I know. Oh my god. Like evil, like you're evil. I think I that's it. a girl in my niece's kindergarten. That'd be easier. You Bitch know what Lynn. women should do to make men's lives easier. They should, oh, yeah, they should put their worst That's aspects. Yeah, please tell on. us what women need to do. <laughs> I know. They should put their worst, and then men should just die. I agree. But first, <laughs> <laughs> but first, can can they just have like their worst fucking attribute, their worst adjective as like oh their my first God. name? Get out of here. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm klepto Franny. Like, just like something. Like- <laughs> She's not really a klepto. Well, I'm then- going to piss her off. It's like the one thing. Then it's like the one def- mean thing I could say that wasn't a little true. Well, then, I, then in that case, you should have guys say their penis sizes at the start. So you go like, "Oh, I'm Micro Dave. What's up, Micro Dave? <laughs> micro Dave. Oh, we know a Micro Dave out there. Poor guy. <laughs> we really do too. We do Leave know him my- alone. Yeah, he's I know. super nice though. But he doesn't. He the says micros he, are always. But the he nicest. says he doesn't watch porn, and I get it now. He said he'd never watched porn. And now I know why. Yeah. I anyway. Mean, what can you do with that? Not much. Um, <laughs> um, R.I.P. Micro Dave. Should we rate this? I'd say my hot take is a four. <laughs> it was fun Solid. to look at, but it wasn't coherent. So I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Anybody else? I am also going to give it a four. I think like it, I may have had more fun if I watched it with a friend, but I kind of wanted to turn it off besides for Skeletor. You guys are wrong. It's like a seven. It's what? good. It's good because of how iconic it is. And also like, I understand that's actually a bad show, but it's like a fun, bad watch. You know what I mean? Like there Maybe are some things have, that are so bad that are actually fun to watch. You just have some nostalgia with it, too. Not not really, though. Like, I didn't watch it much as a kid. This is definitely the most Masters of the Universe He-Man shit I've ever experienced in my life, is reviewing these 100%. Like, I couldn't tell you the plot of a He-Man episode from when I was a kid, because I was I was growing up in the 90s. Like, yeah. the He-Man was in the rearview mirror, dude. Like, that shit was all retro already. So it would come on sometimes, but really the stuff that I was watching was like Pokemon and shit like that. So yeah, like, but I, I'm not going to lie to you. Any show that, that is the number one and most important thing is that it's not boring. There's nothing boring about He-Man, even when you don't even know what's going on. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely visually yeah. interesting. And, like, unintentionally really funny sometimes. Yeah. Like, really funny. Yeah, it has its moments. I can agree with that. Like they, I can agree with that. They were they were literally like having sex with this old wizard man trying to get him to make the comet move. Yeah, it was the really whole episode weird. was like a euthanism for trying to get an old dude to come. <laughs> it was, dude, and then it looked like jizz too. I'm not gonna lie, like it was yeah. a little, you know. Yeah. Looks like Micro Day finally got it. It's it's definitely a good uh, Minecraft watch. There's a dog that keeps crawling just like directly into my ass and I want him to stop want her want her to stop it. <laughs> she doesn't need to be there. There's blankets. It's fine. All right, guys. I think we've we're ready to talk about the new and maybe improved, maybe not improved. I don't know. We'll get into it. Guys after the break. Yeah. You know, I hopefully after this everybody will still be fine after this episode but the next part of this episode is going to be a little contentious yeah it's going to get a little intense in here we're going to turn up the heat all right we'll be right back hey looking for more content check out crosscut cinema where me franny and my friends review movies or check out a pilot podcast we review tv pilots with recording artist cl blue or hey check out me hanging out with my friends on average joe interviews socials and links are in the bio thanks guys Hey guys, it's CL. I have an EP out now called Temple. It's a collection of songs I wrote when I was 18, and it's available on all streaming platforms wherever you get your music. And we're back. I have the power. What's good, kids? Do you? <laughs> okay. Masters of the Universe Revelation. Let's do the Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Masters of the Universe Revelation is an American animated superhero fantasy streaming television series developed by Kevin Smith and produced by Powerhouse Animation Studios. A sequel to the 1983 to 1985 Filmation series, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, ignoring the events of the new adventures of He-Man, Revelation focuses on the unresolved storylines of the original 1983 TV series, picking up where many characters' journeys left off. Oh, so. wow. So it's literally a direct sequel from this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we talk about what people want to hear us talk about, let's just review the pilot as though we don't have any other opinions first, and then we'll get into it. I think that that's what is best. Yeah. Okay, so Cody, what did you think of the pilot? This is boring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I tried really hard. I think my favorite part was when Skeleton got... Skeleton? Skeletor skeleton. got zapped. People are going to fucking <laughs> rip you to shreds for that one, dude. Skeleton. He doesn't even know the name of the character. Skeleton. Skeletor. And then the part where He-Man does the cute little Sailor Moon transformation and you see his ass crack. Those are probably the two parts I enjoyed most. <laughs> um, yeah, it just... it. I'll be honest, the animation felt a little bit disjointed. Like, Even though you can tell that the voice acting was done specifically for it, it, it felt a little disjointed at 
parts and I don't know, it just wasn't gripping. Um, and there's some spoiler stuff that we'll get to. Well, I guess it's in the pilot. It's fine. Um, like the Moss Man dude, he showed up for literally five seconds and then got burned to death. Okay, well, like, to be fair, he's a character in in re, in other continuity. So that's like we just don't know who that character is because we had, didn't watch the other show. Not saying but, that, but that that's it fair. It felt very quick. Yeah, um, and. I disagree with you on the animation for sure. I think the animation's actually really good, like way, way better than a He-Man show has been before. Um, well, well, yeah, but well, I mean, like in general to animation, I wouldn't say it's the best. I think it's really good. I thought the animation was awesome. I thought the scenes where Skeletor's like staff was transforming and stuff was incredibly cinematic. So we just have a disconnect when it comes to the animation. I don't, I don't agree with you at all. I think it was great, um, but that's fine. Um, well, anyway. I know exactly. Like we're gonna have, we're gonna have differing opinions sometimes, but uh, I, that's I, okay. Yeah, exactly. I thought it looked pretty. I thought the voice acting was really good. I mean, like you got the Mark Hamill as Skeletor. That's metal as fuck. It's got so my good. Vampire Diaries oh boy God. in it. It's got a Vampire Diaries boy in it. God. The guy that voices He Man. He is from Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Probably from other stuff his, too. Well, his his uh, most famous role is Vampire Diaries. Um, Chris Wood he played Kai Parker in Vampire Diaries, and he's I basically just a CW actor. Besides this, okay. yeah. Sorry, continue. Oh no, you're all good. Um, I will say that before, like we, and I just want to say that the ending. I really liked as a pilot because <laughs> it, it, it it has his death <laughs> and it has that is so fucking off. funny and I thought that was what a different opinion than most have had. Um, I love well, that. Well, listen, oh, I just awesome. thought it was super interesting of a choice to make in your pilot. I understand that, like, that may not be for us, but like, hey, just one what I'm feeling. So, uh, yeah. Um, my stuff with the pilot is like uh, the weird. The, there was a weird moment where it was like I have the power, and it was meant to be like cutesy. And I was like, I'm gonna vomit in my fucking mouth. Um, that was that. <laughs> that seems really annoying. Uh, I didn't like that part. Um, Man at arms. I don't know. Now I could be wrong. I mean, obviously I could be wrong. I don't know, Dick. But I don't think in the original series, Man at arms was Tila's father, was he? Did Not they, that I know of. I feel like they I think made he that. Was just like I think they changed the that for this. I think. I don't know. Also, Tila, you guys got to admit, this bitch looks totally different. I mean, like, I get that there were sure. changes. Prince Adam obviously looks different, but there is, like, you know, sign, signifiers of the character. You know, Man of Arms looks a little bit different, but he still looked like him. He Man still looked like him. Prince Adam still looked like Prince Adam. But then. Tila looks like totally fucking different. Like entire Tila suddenly oh, looks wow. like pink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, she does look way different. It's like I, I, I get people's uh I'm not gonna address people yet, but like that's something that I instantly thought before anybody had any opinions about the show, just from me seeing the trailer. I was like Tila's Tila old looks costume, really different. Tila's old costume makes her look like she has a dick. Like, have, like, look at this. Look at this. Not really. It looks like she's got a dick. 
Lisa doesn't look like she's got one now. Mm. I don't know. I liked her new costume. It definitely think, looks more like she has one now. I think she looks badass. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And here's the thing. I don't have an issue with muscular women and stuff. I think that that makes sense. I, I think that they could have just literally made her and more buff. And I would have been like, that makes sense. She's a fucking master of the universe. She should be like hulked out. Everybody in the 80s cartoon but her was like a fucking like it was like all about like beach bod level people like really like everybody's like got rubbing oil all over them in the whole cast so it I'd be fine with Tila being like buff if she still looked like her but she doesn't even look anything like the original character but looks badass <laughs> yeah no I get it it definitely doesn't look like the same character I get everybody I get why else, people's upset it, with changes or not everybody else still looks like them yeah like they, like they really could have done a but I, I don't have an issue with them making her it just look more it feels like the lola bunny shit like it feels like the same energy as the that's lola the bunny problem stuff. though is that everything's going to be categorized that way and, and here's the thing like there's some stuff that is that like there is definitely some ins- we're addressing things before we're yeah addressing we'll get there all right Let's get to like the plot and yeah. All so that first. basically, the episode is that there's like this big ceremony going on for Tila, who's about to be made the new Man at Arms in Eternia. And uh, during that celebration, there's something going on with like is it Castle Grayskull? Is that what they call it? Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. Um, like the mystical castle with like all the power of Eternia inside of it or whatever. There's something going on. Uh, the sorceress chick can't remember her name either. The magical owl-looking bitch who everybody loves. Uh, she basically shows up thinking that she's showing up like to help He-Man with something, but it's not really He-Man. Antics and stew. Basically, Skeletor, who's always been trying to get the power of all of Eternia, has always tried to get into Castle Grayskull, and then now he's now realized that the power of Eternia is actually hidden in the castle in its basement. So, you know... Um, just like the quartering, he's doing shit in his basement. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the, basically where the plot picks up, where, like, some way, somehow, Prince Adam, the real one, finds out the shit's going down. He turns into He-Man. There's a big epic fight for power. He-Man rips the sword, the, the, the sword that gives him the power. He rips it in half right before he dies because he absorbed all the energy of Eternia. So, like, it, existence wouldn't collapse. Yeah, and he basically saves everybody. There's a great scene where, like, they pause time, and it's very reminiscent of, like, Dragon Ball Super, where yeah. it's, like, they pause time, and they're, like, your options are this. We can't, like, we can't turn back time because we just don't have, like, the energy to do that because I'm exhausted from fighting him. But we can, like, quickly brainstorm before all of existence is wiped out, and He-Man's, like, let me just fucking do this shit where I'll sacrifice myself Jesus-style by taking in all the energy with the sword... And then Skeletor and I will die as a result. The two main characters of the show on the very first episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, like, I, why are Hilarious. the fans mad? They killed the two main characters the first episode. Gotcha. Got him. So it's a big bait and switch, you know? Um, and then at the very end, Tila, she's very upset because she's basically the only person in Prince Adam's inner circle that didn't know. Yeah, that he was and he she man. found out like she found out part, like, post him dying posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah, and um, it's like 
Okay, I have an issue yet again. It's so funny that I'm saying all these issues because, like, if people know my love for Kevin Smith, I mean, I'd literally do anything for him. He's my favorite director. You, you simp for him. Simp for him hard. I think he's a genius. Um, but I gotta say my issues with things. Uh, I think that her weird outburst at the end, like, I'm telling you right now, Cody. If you had, I don't care how big the secret is that you were keeping from me. If you died, that would encapsulate my thought much more than whatever you were lying about. Yeah. I'm just being okay. honest. That's not yeah. that's not me saying like I'm holier than thou. It's just somebody that close to you dies. It's uh, that's such a serious hor- horrible event that like yes, like people do feel like trauma, post trauma, all that stuff, but like we're talking about the night he died. She's not just mourning his death. She's going, "You guys lied to me. Fuck y'all." That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's intense. And also, she One of cursed, my comments was literally, this bitch is overdramatic as fuck. Yeah, she cursed him in past, and, and, like, she was like, and he was, and he's no good either. I hate him too. And it's like, bitch, he's dead. What? He died to, he literally jesus for you. He died to save you. And you're like, he was such a cuck. Like, what? Bro. <laughs> what? I mean, it's just what? how she's processing what's going on. Dude, you are making more excuses. We're talking about someone dying. Remember r- remember how He-Man as the universe has existed, because this is a direct sequel to the 80s version, right? Think about the universe in which there was 1982 or 83 to 85. Every episode, no one died. Yeah. This is like the first major death she's experienced. It's her best friend and the hero of her land, and she's like, that guy was such a bitch. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, it feels like maybe she should uh, be a little more sad. Sh- I get that it's only five episodes, but if we're going to have a, a Tila show, let's give her an episode to mourn. We could see how she's dealing with the death, and I get that there's some of that within the show, but to instantly be fuck Eternia is crazy. I agree with that. Yeah. It was a very interesting choice made. Also, uh, when it, my favorite part was when the king was like, get the hell out of my castle, you fucking douchebag. I'm going to have you killed. And, and Man Arms is like, whatever you wish, sir. <laughs> like, the way he was so directly, like, aggravated and aggressive towards King Man Arms because the, the king of attorney is finding out that Prince Adam, the kid that he was horrible to, by the way, um, he, he just found out that he's He-Man and they've known the secret and kept it from him. And instead of yelling at his wife, who I believe he should yell at because she knew... Uh, he yells at Man-at-Arms and tells him a bunch of vile shit that he wants to do to him. And he says, get out of my castle, you banned forever. And Man-at-Arms, instead of like, you know, being the Man-at-Arms he is, he's like a total bitch and is like, whatever you wish, sir. I'll go fuck myself promptly. <laughs> so dumb. Well, I kind of get it because he's also like a servant to the kingdom. And so even if he's been exiled, I still feel like he's like, okay, my goal is to protect the kingdom. So I do kind of get his point of view. I can't say I'd have the same one. It, it, but it's also, it's it's the words he used. I mean, whatever you wish, sir. That's such a weird thing to say. Wouldn't you just like promptly walk out like, I understand? Or like apologize? He didn't even apologize. He just goes, I understand. Well, no, it's whatever you wish, sir. That's what he says. Yeah, it is just odd. It's a weird response. It, it feels so, like, foreign and strange to me. It feels like a bad translation. 
It's such a weird thing to say. I, that's what I'm clowning on is what he literally said. Whatever you wish, sir. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it is kind of weird. And then, like, instantly Tila leaves, too. That, that yeah, Tila leaves weird. over yeah. that. Tila leaves over that. Like, that they're yeah. having this fight. And she's like, I'm done with you, king. And I'm done with you, dad. And I'm done with you, dead friend. Peace <laughs> she's out. done. And Orko's like, no, don't leave, please. There's no other women around. Like, just like, you know, like upset as fuck. <laughs> I, I sound, my Orko sounds like Skeletor because I have no, I have no t- chance at doing impressions. But, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we've concluded the pilot a bit. I mean, I'll get into more of what happens with the show after we give the review because we're just reviewing the pilot. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell more about what the rest of the show is since I watched the rest, and then we can get into the whole controversy. Um, so, what do you rate it, Cody? I'm gonna give it like a five and a half. Like, I think I enjoy the original a lot more, but this has a congruent storyline, and I. I'm giving it a little bit more because of the choices that were made. They were very brave. You can tell that they're trying to do something different. So I think, even though I don't think I enjoyed it as much, I think as a piece of work, it's a little bit more conceptually interesting in my eyes. So I'm going to say like 5.5. I see that. (laughs) Oh boy, do we have some stuff to tell you. Um, Oh gosh. By the way, I'm in the dark, guys. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I guess Cody has just not been on the internet. Somehow has missed all the controversy. Yeah, I tell him we're going to do the show, and Cody's Cody's very well researched, but in the way not in the way that he researches before he goes on, he just instantly watches it, forms all of his opinions like the day we announce what he's going what we're going to watch to him. Like, but he never like as soon as he watches whatever it is for the podcast, he never like looks shit up afterwards. He goes in blind because he wants to hear us explain it to him. Yeah. Or for him to read it on Wikipedia fresh. And it's like with this, this this is definitely more than just the show. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, I'm gonna give it a six. I similarly to Cody, I did enjoy the old He Man in a way a little bit more than this, because it was a little more exciting, but it was less of a story. Like this is something I could actually watch and I haven't watched past the pilot, but might. And it's like an actual storyline. I do like all the, <laughs> all the brave, bold choices were interesting. <laughs> um, I oh like the boy. Tila character and where she can go. We're I about think to get ratioed guys. Yeah. I think, and I, and I like Kevin Smith properties similarly to Logan. So, yeah. Logan. Um, anything that I review by Kevin Smith, I give a 10 out of 10 no matter what the context because the guy's a genius and I love him. So that's my review for this. It's a 10 out of 10. Uh, would I recommend you watch it? Probably not. But it's a 10 out of 10 and I mean that because I everything Kevin Smith, I'm like full fan of. And I think that like a part of what made this so crazy is a part of what makes Kevin Smith great anyway. But it just doesn't work in this context. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So um. Who, I mean, we're going to talk about who we're going to fuck. I mean, they're kind of the same people, but they're not too at the same time. Like, I definitely wouldn't fuck this Tila. She'd break me. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. You wouldn't fuck this Tila? 
No, she seems aggressive. Yeah. I mean, she literally, her friend was dead and she still talked shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So give me your new one. Um, I definitely fucked his mom. She's pretty hot. Um, actually, probably Evil Lynn. Oh, uh, I get that. Uh, valid. And then valid. Uh, I'd probably marry Orko because at this point he'd be the most powerful person in Eternia. So I need someone to protect me. Uh, so I think that's the same, right? I already said I'd marry yeah. Orko, and then. I'd kill. There's not a lot of people left to kill, so I'd have to kill the damn cat. Like, a, even if I wanted to kill somebody else in this scenario, so many people are dead by the end of this episode. I'm like, well, yeah, mine might be pretty similar. Maybe I'd maybe I'd <laughs> kill Tila, so one. like the show couldn't be as as tragically panned God. as it has been. Um, but I don't know. I'd probably still kill the same person. So I'm gonna keep mine exactly the same because the killing off of He Man first, they're gonna kill Skeletor after I fuck him, which is fine. I don't want to. I don't want to see him again. Um, and then He Man's gonna die too, slash Prince Adam, and I'm gonna get his money. So there you go. <laughs> he doesn't have his money because his parents are alive. Oh fuck! Okay, I gotta. Instead of killing Cringer, I'm killing his parents. Both his parents. Both as, of his parents as, as one a unit. kill. That's not fair. as a unit. <laughs> you can't kill both. Two you birds, have to, one stone. Just kill the dad. I'm killing the dad. Yeah, and then. And then as for, like, you can actually take her. Like, you can kill her with your yeah, bare hands. Yeah, I don't know if you can kill him. He's still, I mean, he still has the strength of an adult man. I'm going to kill him with this hypothetical. <laughs> so kill him with a hypothetical, and then you can kill her. Yeah. Post. Take all the money. Yeah. Yeah. But that then works. you just have to fight my husband, Orko. And I, I want the money, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Damn. like she should kill the mom, because I feel like women out age men... And men can always die from heart disease. So I feel so like either kill, way, she's so, probably so, fine. So her, her current husband dies. She kills the wife and then marries the dad? Is that what you're suggesting? I mean, that's a plot no, 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 twist, no, 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 no. but that's not what he was saying. No. So instead of killing the dad, she kills the mom because she can't wait out the mom if she doesn't want to murder. And then the dad will just eat too much fast and die. That's the way all Americans <laughs> die. So I think either choice is... But a king, I mean, look, look at, look at like, um, Genghis Khan, right? Like if a king is fertile, which he probably is, he's just going to fuck another lady and make another kid that gets in your way again. Yeah. You have to get him out of the way. Oh, he's got to go. He's too powerful. That's the whole, that's the issue with the patriarchy. You have to fuck You have to knock him down a notch. Like it's, he's too much. I'm converted. <laughs> valid, valid. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I'll talk about definitely kill the dad. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm gonna talk about the rest of the show now. So here spoilers talk starts now. Okay. The rest of the show is basically them trying to return the sword to bring back He Man, right? Um they're trying to like return the sword back to its original state, bring back He Man. The rest of the stuff I don't even care to talk about because I've gotta be honest with you, the shit is a little boring. It is a little boring going oh, wow, forward. Really? The, like it's the first, it's going to sound like I only like the He-Man stuff, but the first and the last episode are the best ones. Because He-Man comes back, Skeletor comes back in the last episode. And then, uh, oh, oh, they kill He-Man again. Really? <laughs> they did it again! They did it again! Fucking they kill, really? They kill, he he dies as Prince Adam bleeding out with, with now Skeletor has the power of the of Eternia. That's insane that they would kill He-Man again after all the hate they got for killing He-Man. Well, it all came out at the same time, though. So, you know, like, they all they always planned on killing He-Man twice. 
Why did they think that was a good idea? Twice <laughs> though, he's dead again. He dies again like a total bitch. Um, but he'll probably come back, you know. It, well, and we'll talk, you know, I don't know about all that. But basically, uh, Tila, she she starts, like, she like, tags along with a bunch of people from both sides of the camp, whether it be Eternia or whether it be Snake Mountain. Like, people all come together because they need... That they need this, like the power to come back. They need a hero. They need a hero. Yeah, and um, Tila basically starts hanging out with this chick, and uh, they. Kevin Smith said that it's not his, it's not her girlfriend, but like, yeah, it is. Like, yes, it is. There's so much sexual chemistry going on. They are basically about to rip their titties out at any second. Badass. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's. But I mean, he said they weren't, but they clearly are. Like they, like it's. I mean, they couldn't have made it more obvious. They couldn't have. That's like Bert and Ernie shit. Like, we all know that they're <laughs> together. Like, it's so obvious. Um, <laughs> no, it really was like that, Bladen. That's um, funny. And that's fine. I don't care if Tila's a lesbian. That's fine. Yeah, Who but that pisses fuck? off the incels, I'm sure. I don't know if it's that. I mean, definitely. Okay. So, we'll just get to all the hate right now. So, Kevin Smith, uh, about nine months before the project came out, He's obviously the showrunner. I love Kevin Smith. He's one of my favorite creators ever. Putting that aside, I'm going to talk about the facts. Um, there was this guy on YouTube, and I think he has his own website, and he's kind of vocal on Twitter, but his name is Clownfish TV. And he basically put out the rumor, or in the form of a question by asking Kevin Smith on social media, hey, is it true that you sideline He-Man and make Tila the main character, and he dies in the first episode? And this was nine months before it was even going to come out. I mean, it wasn't even ready. They couldn't drop it preemptively. It was nine months away. So, Kevin Smith pretty much lied. Uh, he, I mean, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Lying is a strong word. He avoided the question when he should have never addressed it. Like, he should have never answered Clownfish TV. There's tons of people out there when they find out movie spoilers and tweet it out to creators and actors and stuff. There's tons of people who get things right and they tweet it like, hey, Tom Holland, is it true that both of the those guys are going to be in Spider-Man? Tom Holland doesn't respond. was literally about to make that comparison, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't respond, but 100,000 people ask him. Kevin doesn't have to respond to some random dude who's got a somewhat popular website some fucking clownfish guy. He doesn't have to respond to him, but he did. And he said that this is he this is a He-Man show. Tila has a big part in the show. She never wields the sword. It stays a He-Man show. I get that that's not a literal it lie. Just, it just feels unnecessary. It's not a literal lie because you can interpret it. It's very it's a very interpretive statement. And the things that he said as far as like she never held the sword. You know, that stuff's true, but it isn't a He-Man show. Yeah, you just want him to never have said anything instead. Yeah, just keep it vague, yeah. you know? And if anything, don't even keep it vague. Let people know the truth, because I'm telling you, if he thought there was going to be fallout, which he never addressed He-Man dying, and I think that's why he answered. He addressed, like, half of it, but it wasn't smart. But anyway, um, him addressing it, prepares people that like tell them this show is about the masters not about he-man like make it so clear that this is not going to be he-man tale but the fact is like why even make it if it's not going to be about fucking he-man like all the he-man fans the ones that care about the source material you're pulling from they care about he-man 
It's in the name. Like he, like he, they care about that part. So why make a show with an old IP if you're not going to service it in any way that the original fans are going to like? I mean, I, I mean, that's just the truth of it. Like that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's a weird time in like American history, I guess, where the audience can so determine what they're watching. Like it just reminds me so much of like the Sonic backlash when that like the was it a trailer that came out of Sonic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a and then and then they redid the whole movie. Like it feels like people wanted that, and I'm glad they didn't change it. Like, but the fuck. thing, but the issue is, like, they got to stay true to what they wanted to do. Okay, but the the issue is, is they should have never made the Sonic movie if they never intended on following its source material and making it look like Sonic. In the same way, they never should have made the show if they always intended it to be like this. Like Yeah, I think it's a branding issue. They should have just called it like, Masters seriously, of the Universe. Seriously, this show yeah. is actually pretty good. If has not, the parts that are He-Man related were the boring parts to me. And I say that even though I liked the first and last episode the most, whenever He-Man things were involved that were like references to the old cartoon, that's where I didn't care. The stuff I liked when I was watching mm. it was the Tila stuff and the and the and like the group aspect stuff of everything. Yeah, it feels like it should have been more like advertised as like a Tila spinoff. And I and Kevin Smith himself said the original name of the show was Masters of the Universe, End of the Universe, and I think that that's a better title because it's like everything's yeah. completely changed. You're letting people know off the top, this is going to be tragic for you. You're going to lose your favorite characters. We're exploring a like different part of this world. Tell people that. Don't fucking yeah. like, have them find out, oh, the kicker is in the first episode he dies, and then when he comes back, he gets his dick stabbed again. It definitely feels like the audience was debated. They were promised one show and got another show. Yeah, I mean, you I know, agree with that. and I, I hear the argument that, like, he is still a main aspect of the show, but he also isn't, you know, like, he shows up in another episode where she's fighting, like, in, like, a cave or, I can't remember the specifics, this show's blurred to me, but she's fighting, like, a, like, an evil kind of version of him, like, he's, like, he's such a presence the whole time, but it, it's not a show about him, it's about Tila, this is Tila's show, just call it Masters of the Universe, Tila, you know, or call it Tila, whatever, or 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 just make it obvious or in the just branding. The Masters of the Universe thing. Ma and, make yeah. it obvious in the branding when when the trailer came out. Yes, they played "I Need a Hero," which is like a which in retrospect, it's funny that it's a song about like needing hero sung by a woman, and then the hero of the story is the woman, and I think that's cool. But the issue is they didn't show that in the trailer. The trailer is entirely. I, mean, I do man. like a bait and switch, though. But I this like, is this I is like, not a this is more than a bait and switch to give intrigue into like the storyline. This isn't a bait and switch that enriches the story. It feels like they took out what's interesting and compelling about the show and then just said, let's make a show around every other part of it. Oof. I mean, that is a hot take. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, cause they didn't just remove He-Man. They removed Skeletor. Yeah, I feel like they should have kept Skeletor. He was so badass. And the part two that might come out might not. I mean, I know that it's definitely going to come out, but people like to say it's probably not. Here's the thing. Netflix and Kevin Smith got into that and we'll get into that whole conversation. But Netflix is going to, if they made the cartoon, they're going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to have just part one and nothing else come out because regardless of however you feel, a lot of people watch this. 
whether it was good or bad, people a lot of people tuned in because of the controversy. Um, but the second part that's going to come out supposedly is an evil Lynn storyline. I just oh, interesting. Okay, Franny, what's wrong with the dog? You seem concerned. I think she was sleeping with her eyes open. I looked over and she, her eyes were like going crazy. And I like, I don't know. She's okay. She's okay. okay. Make sure she's okay before yeah, we she's, continue. She's cool. She just gave her mom a heart attack. She looked like she was in like fucking REM sleep with her eyes open. <laughs> Have her walk around a little bit. Yeah, I will. All right, Mila, go be a dog. Yep, she's yeah, fine. Yeah, she's cool. She's just such a dramatic ass bitch. We had to have a dog wellness check. Yeah, Um. what was I saying? Evil Lynn. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do an Evil Lynn story, which I'm not even against, like, if you're going to do that, can we get some, like, sort of regu- regularness to the show as well? Like, could it be, like, He-Man versus Evil Lynn? Like, if you want to highlight the female characters in the show, that's fine. But they're completely deleting the male characters. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, you can say whatever you want about whether you like it or not, and I'm totally down with whatever interpretation. I think the animation's amazing. I think that, obviously, Kevin Smith's a very competent storyteller. I enjoy all of his stories. But uh, they did take out, like, the male characters and kind of just, like, scoop them out and throw them to the side. And, like, that's cool and all, but, like, is that all the show is? Because that really just feels like it hates its source material. I mean, I struggle because I like anything that makes incels angry. And that's and the best part. Does. And here's the thing. They could have made that. Like, they could have. Here's the thing. He-Man could have still been the main character in a story that completely annihilates incels. You just need to write it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a story about strong women. You just women, need to write him as a feminist. Actually, in fact, make Evil Lynn a better villain than Skeletor was. That will really be a sign of like, hey, it doesn't always have to be like this male spectric thing. We took this entirely male storyline and changed it. And like, and people and women can feel more represented. It's the same reason why I wasn't instantly against the female Ghostbusters. It just turned out bad. Yeah, it really Like, did. I'm fine with, like, it's cool that a little girl, the same way when I was like a little boy, has something to be like, oh, I, I want to be like a Ghostbuster. Oh, I, I like, I want to be like Evil Lynn. Like, they just make that show don't completely throw away what's good about the show because basically at that point you're just robbing the property for its namesake you're just giving it name recognition because if it doesn't rec- if it doesn't represent the old show at all it's not the old show it's not he-man it's not masters of the universe without fucking he-man yeah it does feel like it's more of a branding issue what do you think cody now that you know all this information that you didn't before i I agree. I think it's just they should have titled it universe, end of the universe. We're going to name it like that. I feel like describes what you've said. The show is a lot more than that, but like I'd be mad too. If I was a huge fan of He-Man thought I was getting a Netflix He-Man show. And then he's literally only in two episodes, probably be a little biffed too. So I, I get the hate. And like, I also think that Kevin Smith just shouldn't have said anything. If I'm honest, dude that's the worst part so the thing is is that's why the story kept evolving because then after when the show came out and yet again kevin i love you i love you i love you so much somebody just needs to stop him but what happened was is they ended up having a live event when uh 
in a, when um, Master of the Universe came out, he did a live event on his YouTube channel where he and the guy who voices Orca were just going to talk about it and, like, you know, have, like, a generally, like, good, like, audience live chat interaction. And um, about 10 minutes into his live chat, he turned off the comments. And uh, it has four... It, on YouTube right now, that live stream has about 4,000 likes and 20,000 dislikes. Um, because wow. they, the fans don't like the show, but then they really don't like what Kevin had to say about it. Um, you know, off the top, obviously, he wasn't entirely forthcoming. I think forthcoming's better. Kevin didn't really lie. He wasn't forthcoming with all of the truth. Yeah, he should have just not said anything because what he said didn't help. What he said actually convinced people that it wasn't going to be what it was. So it it felt like almost like he wasn't actively trying to deceive them, but by him even speaking, he turns people the wrong direction in preparation for what it was going to be. Yeah. Um, So he goes on this live stream and he says that the, the, the... Netflix basically goes, oh, we don't care if people don't like it. And he's making fun of, like, the fact that, like, Netflix has 2,200 billion or whatever users and 10,000 people who wrote bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes don't matter. Um, He didn't say it as coy as that, but he might as well have because I mean, he didn't say it great. He pretty much said Netflix doesn't care about... And he he was talking about, like, I was worried that Netflix was going to be worried, but they're not, so everything's fine. And, like, that doesn't mean it's fine... It just means that people are upset with your TV show, but you didn't get in any trouble, which is good. I don't want... Nobody wants to fire Kevin Smith from Masters of the Universe, even people who didn't like it. They just want it to either be gone, like don't continue with it, or change it into actually being the show you promised because it's just not the product that was promised, in my opinion. Um, So he said that he called out the specific clownfish guy that called him out and was like, that guy put me in a position where I had to say something, and it's like, you didn't have to say anything. And he definitely showed himself to be a little bit of a hypocrite, too, because he said, we were watching the live stream before we came on to this, just mm-hmm. a little bit of it. And um, we, he said something about how, like, when somebody makes, an, like, something with an IP that he likes and he doesn't like it, how he wouldn't sit there and talk about it. And, like, he famously yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, he does he that. Famously that's, does. that's what he does yeah. for a living. When Batman vs. Superman came out, sure enough, um, Bat- Batman Beyond started a live stream. He talked a lot of shit about what the movie was. Like, that's his thing. He re- he does, he does like, Hollywood. Yeah, he does, like, entertainment news. Like, that's yeah. that's what he does as a Like, why are you going to turn around gig. and say you don't do that now, though? Because people well, are doing that to your thing. You know, know it's, it's just tough because I don't, you know, Kevin Smith has generally been a liked person in the nerd community, and this is... It's like distinctly his guys coming for him right now. You yeah. Know? So I get why he's a little hesitant and he's like, I just don't like all this negativity because truthfully, when people set out to make a show, I promise you nobody who made this show was making it to piss anybody off. No. They wanted to make something cool. They wanted to make something shocking. I think they have to admit that. They wanted to shock the fans. I think that yeah. that is 100% true whether they want to admit it or not. But um, that goes just with any other project. It can fail. You know, and that's fine. Nobody, nobody wants these people to be canceled from Hollywood over. Although some people want Kevin Smith to be canceled. I obviously don't. No, but I, I, I still love Kevin Smith regardless of this. It's as simple as a, as a swing and a miss. That's all this is. Like they didn't plan it out correctly. They didn't really write that great of a story in my They're opinion. They're just not like taking the L gracefully. And that's, that's the problem. And even the guy, Chris Pine, I think is, was this the guy's name again? The one dude who plays uh, He-Man. 
He he actually Chris Wood. Chris Wood. I think he was quoted as saying like I thought it was going to be more of a part when I accepted it and was actually kind of upset about what happened. Because even he, when he was signed on oh. to do the show, he didn't know it was going to be such a minimal part. Wow. So yeah, that I mean, like there's some de- there was definitely some production issues that I think have to be addressed and. Uh, I know that Kevin Smith can run a show. He did all those CW shows for a while. He directed a bunch of episodes. I think that like this show is a lot more interesting than a lot of animations that are coming out recently. Like a lot of these DC animated films are kind of bad. Oh wow, he's married to Melissa Benhoist. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Supergirl. Yep, and yeah. that her and he went he went to their wedding. So they're buddies. So he yeah. did, if, if that guy didn't know there wasn't gonna be a lot of He Man. Clearly there was too much like cloak and dagger going on in its inception and. Yeah. It might have ch- it might have changed from the original idea. I don't I don't know. I don't know what He Man looked like when he got the job like a year ago or whatever it was. But it's not what people wanted, and that's just how it is. And you know, I I, I think that he probably knows that, but he does have to save face because it's it's all these people's jobs, and he probably wants them to get a part two so they can get paid for it. Yeah, and it's like you know, and and so they can also finish their vision because maybe he really believes that when part two comes out. You know, in retrospective, you're going to look at the whole story as like a as like a great piece, but at the same time, it's like uh, it's it's hard to do because when there's this many people who hate it this much, um, you're not pleasing the fans, and like they own it just as much as the people who made the show. Yeah, like they shouldn't be gatekeepers, but I mean, if you're if you're promised a He Man show, which fucking have some semblance of He Man in it, in my opinion, but. At the same time, they went overboard with, like, jumping on, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar and with, like, the harassment these people have been getting. And a lot of these incel dudes are just mad that their super-duper hot man with, with shirtless man wasn't in their show. Yeah. And for the people who are overreacting and forgetting that this is a property that's meant to be entertainment, and they're giving you're very, a fucking douche. Like, calm down. Yeah, and they're giving very Lola Bunny energy over fucking Tila. And, like, it's fine. Like, she can look... However the fuck she wants to look, it's 2021. But that doesn't take away from my hot take on that doesn't take away from the fact that it is pro like it is a little fucked up that the show went down the way it did. Honestly. All I know is that Melissa Benoist get it. Oh yeah. Of course. And yeah. this and and this husband's a lot better than her last husband. <laughs> ten out of ten, I think she'd agree too. <laughs> yeah. And I also like I I love the whole cast for the show like for the different reasons you know that they that they work with Kevin and I think that like you know I'm still gonna watch part two I'm still gonna support Kevin Smith's art I'm always gonna like give it a shot um, but he he handled the, the the like dealing with it wrong and I I think it's just because in in recent years Kevin Smith's always done his own properties. And he really hasn't done anyone else's property in a big way in like the last 10 years. And that's really when the internet has exploded. So I just think he's never been like, he gets hate sometimes, but I don't think he was ready for that level of backlash. You know? Yeah. I can't think so, of another controversial thing that I he's really done. Like there's so many people who stumble in, in the world and like say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Doesn't mean that they're bad people. Um, and but I feel like the fanboys are like so willing to. I mean, like, they're ready to him cancel forever. him, and that's yeah. why I don't agree with any of and them. It's just and like, I think calm they're all the stupid. fuck down. Why are you mad about your like weird buff boy in short shorts? I mean, to that level, like, like you can calm down. You can be upset and even and even like 
when he said like the reviews didn't matter, like that's it, that's definitively not true. What I people feel like think PR of your, just needs to step in and like silence Kevin for a little bit. Yeah, like pe- like people can have should have a reception and criticism. I mean, I'm a fucking film critic. If I was like people's opinions didn't matter, I'd be the biggest hypocrite on the planet. Like uh, my my whole thing is sharing my opinion because I think it matters. Yeah. So how am I going to be like the 10,000 people who hated this so much they wrote those nasty reviews? Oh, their opinion doesn't matter. That's not true. I just think that it doesn't validate every mean thing they say about the people who work on this shit. And it doesn't validate them saying that he should be canceled over this or he's a bad person. It's not true. You can have that opinion. I, I think you're fucking wrong, though. Yeah, it's 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 not cancel worthy. Cancel ca- culture is getting a little too toxic with trying to cancel him over this and it's you know like it's it's also like it's the sweaty mad fanboys that have always existed but the difference is is that now that there's so much like autonomy like people can just be whoever and like they don't you don't know who's who anonymity anonymity sorry i said autonomy didn't i i always do that (laughs) um anonymity like there's so much anonymity now where like you're not instantly in front of a person and Fanboys have always talked shit, but now they can talk shit directly to you and there's yeah. nothing you can do. And, you know, that's the way of the internet and that's the price of being famous. And I think Kevin stumbled it a little bit. Um, and I'm hoping that we can just get part two. It can be, you know, whatever it is. If people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And we just move on, you know? Like, Ryan Johnson is not the way people should handle flat, let flat like, lack, you know, like, return and angry and you know, like, like they shouldn't be so ready to be, to attack back. And, uh, I think Kevin kind of did that a little bit in the, in the nice guy way. He does everything where he didn't even say a mean word, but just was retorted. I think that he just needs to not on this. <laughs> I think let people think what they're going to think of it. If people don't like it, that's cool. You, you guys know how hard you worked on this project. You guys saw how much it took to make a show like this and you paid its respects in your own way. And if you feel good about that, don't worry about anybody else's validation. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if there will be any like backlash from like what he said about like net. I mean, Kevin Smith literally got on his live thing and said, Netflix doesn't care about your opinion. I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know what's going to happen there, but that's a, big platform to speak for and he, he also put his foot in his mouth a little bit because he went uh this is a review bomb which is basically saying that like the reviews aren't valid they're fake in some way and uh people other people that got review bombed was like captain marvel and the boys and like the boys was really specific because they changed the way they platformed their episodes out and people were mad about it but captain marvel was disliked because people didn't like it now where a lot of them really loud incels yes but those are legitimate reviews yeah that's the part of film criticism that people aren't getting some critics fucking suck yeah. but to some people their opinions are valid and you just have to deal with that like that's just like that's how it is like the, the there are incel dudes who are mad simply because captain marvel's a girl they have a voice to they they have they they have the ability to voice it and we have the ability to laugh at them and not care what Kevin Smith should have done True. was never respond. Like he should have never said anything and tried to like get people off the path so early on. And then he shouldn't have cared about the backlash other than just acknowledging like they're mad. I made something. They didn't like it. I get that. I still don't think they can, you know, act the way they're acting. And I still don't think it's as serious as they think. Like you could just say that you don't have to be like, 
uh, the opinions are fake and like Netflix doesn't give a fuck what you think. Like your opinions don't even matter at all. And I hate all of you. And like, that's not yeah, the way to do like, it. It's just like, calm down, take a breath, get off of the, and, and like touch grass. Yeah. It's go touch, go touch grass. <laughs> he's good at, he's very good at like that. This is the first time hey. that he's like taking criticism this hard. And I just don't think he was prepared for it is what it sounds like. And, to and, me. and the thing is, is people have definitely been critical of Kevin Smith before. Like when yoga hosers came out, it was harsh, man. I mean, he read all the comments and he took him in stride in a way, but he's had problems with critics before. And I think, you know, that's, that's a part of the artist struggles. You got to listen to somebody who doesn't even do what you do and like take on their opinion and like, you don't, you don't have to always take it as fact, but there's going to be people who say not kind things about you, no matter what project you do. And a long time ago, he stopped sending out screeners at one point for like a movie. I think he started again. I think he got over it. But for a while, he was like, if a critic wants to see my movie, they have to pay. And it was like, you know, you're kind of dogging them right now. Like you're starting shit over nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's matured since then a, a lot, actually. He's like, you know, he's definitely one of these people who's like, totally evolved as the world has evolved and generally is on the right side of most arguments. So it's crazy to hear him be so weird about this one thing, but I get it. This is his first time being like a big showrunner, and it's like a huge project because he's been so indie for a while taking on something so corporate yeah. is like a new move for him. Um, and you know, it just didn't, it just didn't pan out. I, I think it's just a matter of like in a couple of, in in a couple of months maybe maybe even a whole year I don't know how long it's going to take for part 2 but once part 2's out and people have their spiel about that it's going to be in everybody's rearview mirror and I've 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 managed to say rearview mirror 3 times in this review but wow. I do mean it it's going to be in the past like people are going to stop caring people stop caring about Jersey Girl and by the way I fucking love Jersey Girl Me too and I'll fight any of you bitches who doesn't like Jersey Girl and I don't like Cop Out but I still bought it on Blu-ray <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens from here and what season two brings. If slash when it happens. Any uh, any final thoughts? <laughs> Logan? Cody? Any final thoughts, I mean, Cody? I think, there we go. I think Logie covered it. I think it's... I think it's <laughs> Well, what I want to know is, like, what are your overall thoughts on this? Like, if you were Kevin Smith, how would you have handled this? I I never would have opened my mouth. Yeah. I never would have said anything. And then I, if there was any backlash, I hate to say it, but most of the time, if you say something to backlash, it makes it worse. We've seen so many YouTube dramas that, like, most of the time, there's always an apology video for their original apology video. So I think he should have just like kept quiet, kept his head down and been like, okay, these are opinions and I'm going to take that into thought when I'm making part two, but it doesn't mean that they're right, but that's kind of where I would be at. And what's more crazy is if I think if they would have just done it in the marketing, be, be a, be forward about it. Be like this, is yeah. a story about all the masters of the universe. You don't have to specifically be like, this is a Tila story because, you know, over time and with continuation of the show, hopefully you can make it about other characters that are involved in the universe as well. So if you say like, this is about the, the other characters of the universe and this is about the, the entirety of the universe, not just the small part run by He-Man, like 
let that be known in the marketing and with how much he-man property stuff that's coming out they probably would have really enjoyed it. I, I actually think it would have been a way better turnout if they were up front because I agree. they have so much He-Man stuff it, on the horizon. It is a good show they don't have too. to worry about having like a, a new He-Man that's just He-Man right now. There's literally another trailer for a new He-Man show coming on the network. They're doing a live action movie. These people have a bunch of faith in the future of the He-Man franchise because they haven't seen anything that Netflix is doing yet. This would have been the perfect opportunity to be like, here is more of a side quest story. Here is more of a story about this other character. And people would have been excited just as much as like people were like shitting their pants over Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at first, even though it's like a nothing show. Like, even if the show was bad, people would have still been excited about this because it's like, oh shit, I'm getting a new property in the universe that I enjoy. And like them knowing yeah. that, they're not going to focus on how much He-Man's not there. But when you put in all the marketing, you never tell a single person what's going to happen to He-Man, and you kill him in the first episode, you're going to get backlash. So the lesson of the day I feel is- like it could have been really cool if they had pulled a Marvel and just done, like, like Man of Arm. It'd be, like, one... Oh, I, no. I, I think I agree. Out. There's there's a lot of... I'm um, sorry. It's okay, but... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. You're saying you agree there's a lot of what? I, I was just saying a way that they could have taken it was like the Marvel route with what they're doing on Disney+. Plus. They're exploring characters through their own little series. And I think maybe that could have been even Which, cool yeah. and gotten fans excited for something like that. Which BG Dub guys, when, when What If has done, we're going to review... I'm thinking every yeah. episode. We're gonna do every episode Hell individually yeah. because it's an anthology. So we got. We, it's not. Doesn't make any sense to review the pilot. We're gonna review every single episode for you guys. So that'll be fun. Um, but like we were saying before, what we gotta wrap it up. No, you just made the wrap it up with your fingers movement. Um, <laughs> I thought that that's what you were trying to say. Were you doing that on accident? Yeah, I was just doing that on accident. She. Oh, she's rubbing her finger on the blanket. It looked yeah. like she was going like wrap it no. up. Um. Yeah, like, yeah, I think it would have been better if they had broken down Tila into her own animation. If you're if you're gonna make it about Tila, have it be Tila centric in the marketing. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the name, but it'd be nice if it was in the name. It'd be cool because people are gonna fucking watch it. It's on Netflix. It's a He Man property. There's He Man fans. They're begging for any new content. Just don't tell them it's gonna be something it isn't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the lesson of the day here is honesty and shut the fuck up when it's time to shut the fuck up. And for all the people who are mad about her design, <laughs> I'm not, I, I am mad about her design, but not for the same reason you guys are mad. It's stupid. Yeah, like, quit getting mad because you don't want to fucking jack you know, off to a cartoon anymore. It's, like, it's stop. Dumb. And they're, and like, you know, if people like want like super hot babes in cartoons, that's fine. There's plenty of cartoons There's like that. Go like watch that. something like that. But I do agree with one thing one person said, and it was like, why was it important for them to carry modesty for Tila's character, but not for He-Man? Because they basically He-Man's this buffed out like supermodel, right? I, I I get what you're saying there. They could make him look more like an actual man that would be in that situation, in the same way that Tila looks like an actual woman who is like a fighting master. Um, oh wait, but wait, they did that because Prince Adam looks like a fucking cuck. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they did make it more realistic for him as well. And then people got mad about that because they basically said they made, you know, He-Man a simp. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Like, not not for how mad you're getting about it. Like, 
we don't they don't need to be muscled out in this this is a new interpretation they don't have to be like muscled out weirdos from the 80s they can look like whatever the creators want them to look like it's a new interpretation yeah, I mean, I like I like the way the characters looked. I don't see all the issue with the way the characters looked. I think people just need to chill. People are getting too caught up on every detail. I mean, hot take, I think Tila looks better this way than her original design. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, this I, design I agree is better. I like it the makes look, sense. The look better. Uh, I I do I do agree a little bit that they changed her so much. Like there should have been a remnant of like the former Tila, I think. But, like, the things that they changed about her that people are upset about is not that. They're all like, why doesn't she have big bobs? And it's it's stupid. It's really dumb. Like, it's not... It has nothing to do with the character. In the same way that, like, people get mad that there's going to be, like, a black Superman movie. Like, Superman's story at no point in any of its origin specifically has him have to be a white guy. The Him being a white guy is not a part of the story. He's a fucking alien. He can, and he like, you know, is basically sent to earth and has like, you know, is raised by parents like a foster, like an adoption child. And like, you know, like it has nothing to do with being white, black or anything. It, it, it's like, doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, if, if for instance, like Black Panther was white, that doesn't make any sense at all because him being black is built into the character. Tila being hot is nothing to do with who Tila is in any way. Like yeah. Tila being like a hot, like disco looking chick from the eighties has nothing to do with how the character really was that like the same way that Prince Prince Adam is like, kind of like if anything, he's closer to what I envision him as a character based on like what he yeah. does in the show. He looks more accurate to me as does Tila. I agree with that. I think I much prefer He-Man design because he's a scrawny like kid and then he becomes He-Man. Yeah. Like there's actually like, it's believable that you could not know that that's the same guy, you know, unlike with the original one where it's just a fucking spray tan. Yeah. It, it helps with the illusion of like actually him keeping that secret identity, but it also makes sense. Cause like, what does, what does the sword really do? It just changes your outfit. It's the magical sword of, Hey, I got to change. Like that's, that's all it does as far as visually, like, cause he looks exactly the same with a spray tan. It's like the same amount of bulge and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's definitely some good things from this new from this new interpretation. Like yeah. I said, I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. I think they could really rectify a lot of like rights a lot of their wrongs in the next season and bring back a lot of fans. And then if this video does well, we'll do He-Man 2002 yeah. and, and we'll review it alongside that other new Netflix kids show, the new He-Man show coming. And um, also, we'll give you our thoughts on part two whenever that happens. Uh, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to be more meh. It, I mean, like, I'm just going to be honest. But um, it definitely isn't going to be, like, as insane as everybody's acting like it's going to be. Like, they're like, it's a tragedy if it comes back for part two. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it'll be no big deal. And then it'll yeah. be over and we can just be done with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we, we nailed it. Yeah. Uh, quartering, you're still a cuck. Let us know what you guys think of all this <laughs> in the comments. We love to hear it. Let us know how much you hate our opinions. <laughs> Tell us how much you pee in your basement. Yeah. Um, you can find Logan and I 
on Crosscut Cinema. YouTube.com slash Crosscut Cinema. Uh, you can check it out on any podcast platform. Yeah. We uh, review movies. Yep, we review movies with two staunch lesbians. So those who are upset about He-Man because of Tila for that reason will hate our podcast. <laughs> you can come put dislikes on the video if you wish. It's up to you. Um, and also, I have my own personal channel, YouTube.com slash Logan Tyler. I post any extra content I get out of either the podcast there. I also do solo projects where I interview people or basically any spare content that I want to push out, I put onto that channel. So you can check that out too. You can find us on right. Twitter at a pilot podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow. We only have 10 followers. So follow us. You could be, you could be following before <laughs> we hit, before we make it big on Twitter. Come on, people. Yeah, we have, like, nothing yeah, social media-wise. Like, and really, I think it's just because they suck at social media and we need, just need to be better. We need yeah. to be more interesting on social media. Um, that's that's my hot take, right? That's that's my business talk right in the middle of our <laughs> podcast. And, Cody, where can they find you? Hi, I'm Blue Official on most social media. I have it's in the He said CL Blue Official. I cut off. I'm sorry, at CL Blue Official. And also, I have some new music coming out really soon, guys. So, like, people look out if you're interested in, like, trashing pop. Me, so. Dope. Hell yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I realized it was the wrong sound, but. Wrong one. That's funny. There we go. You guys will never know what that was. <laughs> Thank you.